So my son asked a few days ago what I was preaching on uh, today. I said, uh, the importance of not judging others. He chuckled and said, you're always judging people. I am not, I shot back, you're the one who's judgy. And, and we went back and forth, being judgmental about which one of us is more judgmental. All to say, I would not expect too much from the sermon today if I were you. I'm, I may not be the most qualified to be speaking on this. Why, Jesus asks, can you see the speck in your neighbor's eye, but you can't notice the log that's in yours? It's a great visual, isn't it? You know, all of us just walking around saying, excuse me, you've got just, yeah, right there, just a little higher, that's it, yep. Meanwhile, this log sticking out of our own. And, you know, the point is pretty clear. We get it. We're not so perfect. Maybe we should focus a little more on ourselves, less on other people. The problem is we don't believe it. Most of us don't actually believe that we really have a log in our eye compared to the speck in everyone else's eye. Sure, we have our shortcomings, but it's pretty clear to us that other people are the problem, right? It is possible, though, possible, highly unlikely, that we might not be seeing things as they really are. Here are two things to consider about all of this. First, most of us are much better at seeing other people's faults than seeing our own. Right? We can see the shortcomings of our spouse, of our, of our co-workers, of our extended family from a mile away, right? Easy. Obvious. Can't understand why they can't see something so glaring. And of course, they are thinking the same thing about us. But our faults remain stubbornly hidden to us. Our fragile egos, I suppose, just don't want to look too closely at some things. And like toddlers playing peekaboo, we're all going around with our hands over our eyes, convinced that if we can't see our faults, then maybe no one else can either. A few years ago, I was at the annual uh, session retreat, you know, with our church leaders, our elders. And we were going around the circle sharing something about our communication style. And when it was my turn, I said, you know, I know I come across as a pretty calm, easygoing guy, but I'm actually a kind of intense, and I, I, can, I can even be impatient. And, you know, I thought I was being really vulnerable and revealing and was feeling pretty proud of myself for the way I was modeling such honesty for our elders. And, and I looked around the room and I realized this was not news to them at all. <laughs> at all. I think I even asked, did you all, you all already know this about me? And they're just nodding their heads, smiling. The log in our own eye. A second thing to keep in mind is that the faults we see in others are very often reflections of faults that we would be especially ashamed to find in ourselves. And so whenever we have a strong negative reaction to someone else's fault, when we just can't stand how arrogant so-and-so is, or we just, just how so-and-so just goes on and on incessantly, it's a good bet that it is triggering something in you. So the faults of others tend to appear 
as larger than they really are, and our own faults tend to appear to us as smaller than they really are, which suggests that even though it may not appear to be the case that we have a log in our eye compared to the speck in others, perhaps we could be a bit more humble. A humble person being, I think, not someone who never has a judgmental thought, just someone who knows not to trust that thought. They know they don't see themselves or those around them clearly. Now, at the beginning of this passage, Jesus says not to judge others so that we won't be judged. For the judgment you give will be the judgment you get, and the measure you give will be the measure you get. And I have always thought Jesus is talking here about God, right? that He means something like, the harsher we judge others, the harsher God will judge us, which seems fair, terrifying, but fair. But by that logic, then the less we judge others, the less God will judge us. And by that logic, so long as we don't care about the bad behavior of others, then God won't care about our bad behavior. But I don't think it works that way. Which got me wondering if maybe Jesus isn't talking about God's judgment at all, but something else. Here's what I mean. We make judgments all the time, right, about what tie to wear what artwork we like, and about what's right and what's wrong, healthy and unhealthy, making judgments even about the actions of others is a necessary and important part of life. Sometimes this passage gets interpreted as saying that we should never judge the actions of others, just live and let live. Jesus criticizes the religious leaders like the Pharisees and the priests all the time. The difference, I think, is this. There is in each of us a relatively more mature, measured, and thoughtful part, a place in us from which we hopefully make good judgments about how to live. And there's another part within each of us that is not so mature, a part that is petty and insecure, a part that can be judgmental or judgy. And that part of us is always anxiously wondering, how am I doing? And it's always looking at others going, well, well how are you doing? Are you doing better than me? Am I doing better than you? And that part of us constantly judges others not to make good decisions about how to live, but rather to soothe that petty, fragile part of us that is so worried about measuring up. And Jesus says, the measure you give will be the measure you get. What if He isn't talking about God's judgment? but rather about how our constant judginess of others creates the perception that we are constantly being judged. What if he means that the more we live from that petty place, 
the more we perceive the world as being petty. The more we criticize others, the more easily we feel criticized. So every time we have some little judgmental thought, which most of us do all day long, about someone who we think looks different or dresses funny or is too small or too big or too something, and we get that little shot of dopamine and for about 10 seconds our fragile egos feel a little better about themselves. What if what we don't understand is that we're not just saying something unkind or thinking something unkind about someone else? We are being unkind to ourselves. Because none of us see the world as it really is. We see the world as we are. And with every little mean or ugly judgment, our perception of the world around us looks a little meaner a little uglier. We live in a meaner, uglier world. Because there's just no way to constantly critique and judge others without taking in some of the water that we're swimming in. The venom of our own judgments end up poisoning us. But here's the good news. Jesus' maxim which does not make much sense going in reverse when it's God doing the judging, now makes perfect sense. It's the way out. Because if the measure we give is the measure we get, well then the less we judge others, the less we will perceive the world as being so judgy. The more forgiving, the more gracious we are, the more our world will begin to feel more forgiving, more full of grace. So the next time you catch yourself getting a little judgmental, instead of opting for that 10-second dopamine high, try this. First, remind yourself that other people's faults are always bigger than they seem, and my faults are always smaller than they seem to me, so maybe a little humility would be good. And second, tell yourself that maybe the person really getting hurt by all of this judginess is me. And instead, do the opposite. Instead of critique, try compassion. Stop listening for a moment to that petty, insecure part of you, and from that mature, thoughtful part of you, see that person as a child of God, every bit as beautiful and as flawed as you are. And then start looking for that one thing worth praising in them. And see if instead, over time, you more easily recognize the things worth praising in yourself. Start showing more grace when others mess up. And see if you don't start doing the same when you do. It's so simple but it can have a profound impact on the way that you see yourself and the way you see this world. But don't take my word for it. Try it for a month, and then you be the judge.